Knoxville Tower, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, taxi via Alpha Taxiway. No delay, wind 2904, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, clear for takeoff, traffic 3 mile final. Read back correct, tower for taxi, have a good flight. Welcome to From the Runway Up. I'm Becky. And I'm Caitlin. And we work in the Public Relations Department at McGee Tyson Airport in Knoxville, Tennessee. We understand that going behind the scenes in an airport these days isn't as easy as it used to be. So that's where this podcast comes in. Each episode will give you a behind-the-scenes look of current events at our airport and in the aviation industry as a whole. So fasten your safety belts and join us on this aviation adventure. Welcome to From the Runway Up. We're really excited to have you with us today. We are in a very exciting and changing time in aviation and things are constantly moving around and I know that can be confusing to a lot of people. And so what we're hoping to do with today's podcast is give you insight into some of the new things that we have at the airport, new routes, as well as some of the more popular routes that we serve. And then we've invited some of our airport friends to join in with the discussion today to tell you what you can expect expect when you land in their airports. So just in time for summer travel, we hope that you are making those vacation plans. And as we watch TSA report their nationwide numbers, we see that more people are taking to the skies and more people are taking those vacations. So we are going to talk today with three airports that I think personally would be very exciting, very popular to visit for the summer. So we're going to chat with Sarasota Bradington International Airport, Austin Bergstrom International Airport, and Myrtle Beach International Airport. So after chatting with these representatives, you will know what to expect once you land at the airport and what to expect in that city. So we're going to kick things off with a conversation with one of my favorite airports in the sunny state of Florida, and that is Sarasota Bradington International Airport. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. Will you start just by introducing yourself and your role at SRQ? Certainly. Uh, My name is Rick Piccolo, and I'm the president and chief executive officer for the Sarasota Bradenton International Airport here in Sarasota, Florida. We are so glad to have you joining us today, and we can't wait to talk about your beautiful city and your beautiful airport, especially now as we enter into the heavy summer travel season. And so if you don't mind, people are looking at destinations, especially in the leisure market from McGee Tyson. And so I'm sure that they would think that your airport is a great place to visit. What is tips that you can give them or what can they expect on new procedures if they fly into your airport? Well, I think I think our procedure is the same as as every other airport. I think that one of the differences they'll find here is a tremendous influx of passengers. We're probably the fastest growing airport in the country, if not the world. Our seats are up 133% over 2019, pre-pandemic levels. Wow. Uh, In 2018, we had six airlines and 12 nonstop destinations. We now have 10 airlines and 47 nonstop destinations. So uh, we've grown tremendously. So they're going to find a little bit of crowding when they land, but it's a wonderful destination. The airport is truly a beautiful airport. I I know I'm prejudiced, but I think it's one of the prettiest airports in the country. And so some of the advices I would give them is, as you've seen throughout the country, when it comes to ground transportation issues, whether it's Uber, Lyft, or especially car rental, make your reservation early and and have that ready because uh, there have been some delays due to the shortage of those facilities. 
especially with the growth we've seen. Uh, this past month, we just released our traffic figures yesterday for April. We did just under 300,000 passengers for the month. So you're, you're looking at 10,000 passengers a day. That's a pretty considerable sum uh, in a community in our port this size. So uh, outside of that, our parking's right across the street. Car rental's right across the street. It's a very convenient airport. And the other thing they'll find is a lot of sunshine when they get here. Yeah, that sunshine is what we're counting on when we fly into places. <laughs> That's for sure. So you said all those numbers. Those are that is so impressive. And we are at Mickey Tyson. We're part of that growth. You know, Allegiant recently yeah. announced nonstop service from TYS to SRQ, which is why we're talking to you on this podcast. So. If our travelers book a flight to SRQ this summer and take advantage of that nonstop flight, are there any travel restrictions that they need to be aware of? None whatsoever. I mean, outside of what the federal government's mandated at every airport and on the aircraft right now, and after yesterday, maybe that'll start to change as well. But right now, it's just the mask requirement. Uh, The state of Florida has been pretty open and one of the leaders in being open for many, many, many months. So there's no other restrictions here. There's no masks needed uh, when you go into uh, other facilities, whether it's a restaurant, a grocery store, a gas station, an event. Uh, So they won't find any real restrictions and everything is pretty open. I mean, the restaurants are at 100% capacity. The the events are starting to come back. Uh, Yesterday, I was on a call where all the 4th of July events that have been postponed over the years are now back on. The parades, the fireworks shows, the whole bit. We have plenty of golf courses. The beaches are open. Uh, the weather is beautiful. There's plenty of outdoor activities if you feel a little intimidated by all this. But I think you'd find it the closest to pre-pandemic normal life uh, that you'll find anywhere in the country. Well, speaking of that, what do people do? I mean, if they've never been to your destination, what things do you recommend for them to visit while they're there? Well, certainly the beaches is one of the things they would want to hit because they're they're beautiful and it's a white sand. It's not a, a brown sand. So it's It's not hot on your feet. It's like a sugar. In fact, Siesta Key Beach was voted the number one beach in the world a number of years in a row. So the beaches are obviously one of the attractions. Uh, There's more golf courses than than you can imagine here. There's plenty of outdoor activities from rowing and kayaking. You can obviously go fishing as well. And then there's a lot of, uh, because we're about 50 miles from Tampa, there's a lot of major sporting events that you can hit as well. You can go up and see the Tampa Bay Rays. You can go and see the uh, the Lightning play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So there's things like that. But a lot of the other uh, venues are starting to open up from entertainment. We are known as a cultural location. We have our own opera, our own ballet, our own symphonies for a community this size. That's unusual. And that's all starting to open up as well. And, and there's plenty of attractions in the area, uh, jungle gardens and, and those types of things. So there's a lot to do here. And the weather and the openness makes it very conducive to people having a very good time. Okay, you talked me into it. <laughs> I know I want to go. <laughs> to the world's best beaches. You know, it, I want to see it, that. It's paradise here. I've said that to people many, many times. It's not only a very enjoyable place to be, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. Well, and I'm really glad Allegiance schedule is great, I think, for, for travelers. It's Thursday to Sunday. So you can either yeah. fly for a long weekend or you can go Sunday to Sunday, enjoy the whole week. So hopefully East Tennesseans will take advantage of that and visit those pretty beaches this summer. Uh, and hopefully we get some reverse traffic as well uh, with people going up to see Knoxville. I've been there before. You have a wonderful city and it's a great place to visit as well. We don't have beaches, but we do have beautiful mountains. So that counts as something. 
Yeah, it's a little cooler. So if that heat is getting to you, then sometimes going to a little cooler place could be a benefit for summer travel as well. I couldn't agree more. Uh, We often joke that people in Florida retire to Tennessee and North Carolina because of the cooler weather. Well, Rick, is there anything else that you would like to add and share with our listeners today? Just that I, I think they'll find it a very enjoyable place to come to, and they'll find a lot of convenience at the airport. It works very well. Allegiant's been a great partner. Uh, they have a lot of choices as well. If they decide to come back and the schedule of the Thursday, Sunday doesn't fit, uh, we have every major airline there is from Southwest through Delta, American, United, JetBlue. We have all the carriers, and we have a lot of low-cost carriers as well with Frontier and Sun Country. And hopefully Canada will open us up soon and Air Canada comes back as well. So there's a lot to do here and I think I'll have a very pleasant time. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. Uh, My pleasure. And uh, we hope to see a lot of the people from Knoxville down here soon. So if that did not make you want to jump on a plane to Sarasota, Bradenton, then I don't know what will. And just to reiterate Allegiance schedule, that service starts in June. It's from June to August, and it is twice a week from Thursday to Sunday. So a very convenient schedule for summer travel. And now let's talk to Austin Bergstrom International Airport. This is also an Allegiance service, but it is not seasonal. So you can visit this city year-round. Well, thank you again for joining us. And we're really excited about having a conversation with you today, Bryce. Can you tell me about yourself and what you do for your airport? Absolutely. Uh, So my name is Bryce Duby, and I'm a public information specialist senior with the city of Austin's Department of Aviation here at Austin Bergstrom International Airport. And ironically enough, I'm also the co-host of our podcast, The Austin Approach. Oh, well, we can't wait to encourage people to listen to that, too. Yeah, shameless plug. (laughs) Yes. All you aviation enthusiasts, there's another one. (laughs) Well, and so we are here talking today about Allegiance nonstop service from McGee Tyson Airport to Austin. So can you tell our listeners a little bit if they are planning a trip to visit you this summer? Hopefully they are. What can they expect whenever they land at your airport? So one of the big things, first of all, for any travelers who are going to be uh, joining us here in Austin to know is Allegiant flies into our south terminal. So we have two terminals here at our airport. So you'll be flying into the south terminal. There's shuttle services between that and our Barbara Jordan terminal, which is the main terminal. That's where you can get access to things like rental cars and all of that. But all of our rideshare services and everything else are available at the south terminal. So that'll be the first thing if you land. You may look a little different to you. It's a kind of different, really cool little smaller space, but it's a great little facility and we're really excited that we have this route. Well, and we are too, because it's a new destination for us. And we love what we hear about Austin. For those that are listening, it seems to be really similar to our area and the Asheville area. So it's it's a good vibe city. And we're just really excited about the service. So if you could talk to us a little bit about, yeah, they're flying in. Are there any travel restrictions that they should know about before they come into your airport or to your community? So the big one to be aware of right now is we're still focusing on all of the federal mask requirements that are still in place for folks who are doing air travel. All of that is still going to be in effect for the foreseeable future. Really pay attention to what you're going to see as far as if there are any other changes related to different policies with masks as far as what you're going to see from any types of CDC guidance. Within the airport itself, if you want any information, you can go to our website right on our front page of austintexas.gov slash airport. We have all of the latest COVID information related to what you need to know when you're landing here in Austin. 
And as of right now, you know, are travelers required to quarantine or is there any negative COVID tests required to fly into Austin? There are no restrictions of that nature at this point. Once you do land here, though, if you do on the way back or something want to get a COVID test, we do have on-site testing available here at the airport. Oh, that's great to know. It really is good to know because we get asked that question a whole lot if they could test at the airport. So it's good to know that they can on their way back from Austin or if they're flying out of Austin. Hopefully some listeners are from that area. We welcome you to come up to see us in the Smoky Mountains, especially when it gets super hot this summer down there. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. well, one of the things that I would love for us to spend some time on today is just there's so many things I've heard about your wonderful city. And if someone is traveling there, what should they do? You're the local. You tell us what we should do when we get there. Well, I should caveat with, I am not a local like many Austinites. I moved from somewhere else to come here in the past few years. Uh, We are a very fast growing city. I'm originally from the East Coast over in Virginia. So grew up over in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So a bit more familiar with y'all's area than Austin at some times. But if you like barbecue, if you like live music, if you like outdoors and nature type things, Austin is a great place to come visit. We've got all sorts of amazing opportunities here in the Central Texas region. And speaking of live music, are you seeing this summer that in-person events are starting to happen again? We are starting to see some come back. One kind of sign of uh, light here at the terminal itself is we've actually resumed our live music program. We still have some safety procedures in place with plexiglass barriers and things like that. But even in the terminal, the first thing you do when you step off the plane, you're going to hear some live music in our main terminal. Oh, that's great. We love that. You have live music in the terminal. That's wonderful. And it's obviously reflective of your community. So as soon as they hit the ground there and they're ready to go for their vacation, they're going to be listening to authentic Austin music. Absolutely. We are the live music capital of the world. So as soon as you get off the plane, you're going to hear live local music, whether that's playing on our overhead speakers in the terminal itself. We've, I think we have seven stages pre-COVID. Right now, I think we have about three or four up and running. So it, it really is core to what we do here in Austin. Wow. And for our listeners, so Allegiant flies from Mickey Tyson to Austin twice a week. That is Friday to Monday. So very good schedule. You know, you can go for a long weekend, enjoy that barbecue and that live music. And it's actually not a seasonal service. So luckily, our travelers can enjoy this nonstop service all year long. Well, and I would put a a point in there, if you haven't booked it for summer, when it starts to get really cold up here, this is a great place to visit. What are the temperatures like in Texas in the wintertime or in the fall? Uh, And the fall is probably one of my favorite seasons. And that's when you actually do see a lot of our heading late summer. I'm not sure what this year, but normally in like September, October, we have our big Austin City Limits music festival, things like that. So a lot of our big outdoor festivals and events are in that summer, fall season. Winters can get a little blustery uh, and windy and things like that. And But springtime is also a fantastic time. We're coming right now off of Blue Bonnet wildflower season, which is a gorgeous time. Summers are a little hot, but at the same time, it's also perfect for floating a river, still doing some other of the cool outdoor events. So Austin is very similar to Knoxville in the fact that you all also have seasons like we do. <laughs> it, it's mainly summer, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I imagine when I think of where you're located is it's warm. Just got to be warm. (laughs) Well, Bryce, is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners about Austin or your airport? 
So right now, if you are thinking about that trip to Austin, uh, we encourage you to go to our website, get that latest COVID information. Right now is sort of a fluid time on what is available out there. There's probably going to be some changes with policies. So you can get all of that information on our website. One other cool thing that we've added is a new map feature to our website recently. So we have some great digital maps that you can get in and kind of scroll around and see what's available in the terminal, how you can get from parking to the rideshare areas or how you can get to our rental car facilities, some things like that. So there are some different things available from that sense that you can definitely check out. And as well, because we are a city organization, you can get right to the city of Austin's main page and see some of the other opportunities for folks who are visiting. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thanks for being on our podcast. And listeners, do not forget to look up the Austin approach, which is Bryce's podcast as well. Thank y'all. You know, Austin sounds like it is a perfect fit. If you love our region, you're going to love to visit Austin. They have a lot in common, and I think it's a great way to visit the state of Texas. So I hope people are going to sign up for that flight. Now we're going to talk to someone from Myrtle Beach International Airport about that new service that they are starting. It is seasonal, and it is starting in June. So it's a few days a week on Allegiant. You want to check that out if you want to take a quick trip over to see them in Myrtle Beach. But let's hear about what you might experience when you get there. First off, Sue, if you will just introduce yourself to your listeners and your role with the Myrtle Beach Airport. So my name is Sue Stevens, and I am the air service development person for the Myrtle Beach International Airport. Great. And so when people are traveling to your airport right now, what are some things that they can expect in order to make their travel experience a little better? The airport in Myrtle Beach has made a lot of changes in response to the COVID crisis, And it includes things like plexiglass, like you see at the grocery store. Yes. And lots of hand sanitizers, enhanced cleaning protocols. We actually have a really cute logo that we use. You have to stand a surfboard apart for social distancing. Oh, that's great. Think of it like a a surfboard in between you and the next person. And it actually has a surfboard printed on the decal. So it's kind of fun. Somebody on our staff came up with that. And uh, so we've done things to try to make it fun, but also safe for the traveling public. As you know, in airports, you have to wear masks. That's a federal requirement still, and as well as on the plane. Yeah, I think all airports this year and last year have had to be very creative with their messaging and things like that. So very cute. And so speaking of flying into Myrtle Beach, are there any travel restrictions such as like self-quarantining or negative COVID tests or anything of that nature? No, we have none of that uh, in place in South Carolina. I would say when you get here, it's a fun place, as I think you probably know. It's a great place to come visit and to live. And masks are still encouraged in restaurants and stores, but that requirement is changing quickly, as you probably know from the mm-hmm. news. But so far, a lot of people are still wearing them inside of places. But when you're outside, it's wide open, beautiful sunshine, and people are enjoying the outdoors. So it's, we've had a beautiful spring. Well, and people probably are going to be outside for the majority of the time anyway, when they're visiting Myrtle Beach. Yes. And even if they go to restaurants, a lot of that has outdoor dining as well as indoor. There's plenty of places to walk and shop. 
We have two outlet malls in the area, and those are quite popular along with local stores. Well, and talk a little bit about that. So if our listeners are planning a trip or thinking of planning a trip to Myrtle Beach, what are some must-see, must-do places to visit? Well, first off, the beach. The beach is absolutely gorgeous. 60 miles, if you can get your head around that. It's not just one or two little beaches. It's a the Grand Strand. It literally is 60 miles of beach. In addition to that, we have state parks, county parks. Uh, we've had the Intercoastal Waterway. So it's not just the beach and the ocean. It's boating. It's uh, marinas and water sports. Lots of golf courses. I believe the number, don't quote me, but I believe it's about 80 golf courses. We are also known as the putt-putt capital, as well as the true golf, professional and amateur alike. We are the seafood capital of South Carolina, an area called Merle's Inlet that is just south of here. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, They have a boardwalk there that they've opened just in the last couple of years and you can walk from restaurant to restaurant along the marsh. And it, uh, they don't call it a boardwalk. They call it the marsh walk. But it's uh, lots of fun and very beautiful and lots of great seafood. I've actually been to Merle's Inlet and you just made my mouth water remembering the food. It was so delicious. So, yes, I definitely recommend that for sure. Glad to hear you enjoyed it. So for our listeners that might not be aware, Allegiant starts nonstop service from McGee Tyson Airport to Myrtle Beach in June, June 2nd, I believe. And this will be a seasonal service that ends in August. But hopefully, if enough of our community takes advantage of this service, they will consider making it a year-round option. So we hope that's the case. It would be very nice to go to Myrtle Beach (laughs) year-round. Well, and we feel the same way. We feel like there are lots of people here that like going to the mountains, here in Myrtle Beach, and we would like to offer that service to our residents as well so that we can come visit you. Absolutely. Maybe cool off a little bit once it gets too hot or enjoy the fall foliage and all of that. So Exactly. So I think there's a real connection there between the beach and the mountains and that people, I know I love both. I always say if I didn't live at the beach, I'd live in the mountains and vice versa. I can't I haven't found a place yet that offers both simultaneously. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I haven't found it. Sure it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hopefully Allegiant will be successful mm-hmm. with summer season and then extend it because that's what happens, as you and I both know, once they see the success and people wanting to go back and forth between two markets, they'll add that service and extend it throughout the year. Well, and it all, like you said, it all comes down to community support. Hopefully we will fill those airplanes and then the service will be extended. So is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners about Myrtle Beach or your airport? Well, I would encourage them to go to visit Myrtle Beach. That's the Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. They have lots of great information on their website and can tell you about all the attractions Myrtle Beach has something for everybody. I mentioned golf, both putt-putt and real golf. Lots of restaurants, lots of shopping, lots of entertainment venues that are a lot of fun. Lots of just good old-fashioned amusement parks. There, There truly is something for everyone. So I would encourage folks to go to the Visit Myrtle Beach website 
And also check out the airport website uh, so you know what to expect when you get here. It's a very easy airport. We have 12 gates and we're very proud of the fact we're going to have a Starbucks come July. In wow. The, we already have a Chick-fil-A, a Steak and Shake. We have a Nacho Hippo, which is a local restaurant that is also operating at the airport. We have Cinnabon and so, you know, the normal things as well, Subway. So we're, we feel like we're, you know, doing a good job at the airport. We know the community's doing a great job. Everybody is open for business and ready for visitors. And we would just encourage people to come check us out. I'm so excited to hear that. Yes, hopefully after listening to this podcast, our listeners will feel prepared and ready and excited to travel and visit Myrtle Beach. So we really appreciate you talking to us today, Sue. Well, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Okay, Becky. So after talking with these three different airports, where are you going to visit? I think that I want to go to Austin because I've been to Myrtle Beach before. I've been to the other destination before. Austin's where I've not been. And I just think that it sounds good with all that music. It's got to be like country music, bluegrass music. It's going to be a fun visit. What about you? I mean, the food sounded great in Austin too. It made me hungry. But you know, you can't go wrong with the beautiful beaches in Sarasota or Myrtle Beach. So luckily for the travelers of East Tennessee, You have options, very convenient ones, low fare prices to choose from. So hopefully this has been a little bit helpful. Whenever you're thinking about your summer travel plans, we will link all of these flights on our show notes page at fromtherunwayup.com, or you can go directly to allegiantair.com and look at the fares there. You know, we have a lot of resources on our website as well at flyknoxville.com. If you're thinking about coming out to the airport and you're a bit apprehensive and you have questions about what protocols are in place as you travel. We are cleaned and cleared for takeoff. And so if you want to check that out, it's across the homepage at flyknoxville.com. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out to us if you have any other questions about planning your summer travel. And we hope that we will see you at McGee Tyson Airport this summer. 